What up, this is Ludacris, and when I'm in town, I'm kicking it. Kick, kick, kick. What up, baby? It's your boy Trey Songz in the mix with the homie, Brian James. It is a message. It is an inspiration. It is a source of beauty. It's the Brian's World Podcast, presented by The Citizens. All right. Good afternoon, good afternoon, or good evening, good morning, whatever time it is you're listening to this, whatever day it is you listen to it. Nonetheless, what up, what it do? Welcome to another episode of the Brian's World Podcast, presented by The Citizens. Yes, indeed. It's another day to uh, feel blessed and super thankful for it. I'm going to go ahead and put my phone on silent because I think my alarm going to be going off. All right. Um, yeah, it's been a very busy day for me today. So just getting caught up with everything. Hope you enjoyed the podcast episodes last week. Um, as you can see, as the season's rolling on, I'm just going to start just putting stuff out. That's just, just the name of the game. This is what I know how to do. You know what I mean? So if you have any ideas or anything you want me to cover in particular, uh, I can do that. But uh, just looking at the numbers, things are starting to, to, to grow a little bit. So I'm thankful uh, to have you along for the ride. All right. So today uh, I want to talk about something that uh, my therapist kind of helped me, has been helping me to realize um, over the last couple of weeks and something that really honestly I figured out more when I got home and that is being driven by the storm. Let's go. Hurry up. Let's go. It's the Dub Club. 20 minutes of power. Let's go. Yeah, you can go ahead and start that clock. 20 minutes, please. Start the clock. All right, it's no secret uh, that it is human nature that shit is going to happen. All right, there is absolutely no way around it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's gotten to the point in, you know, depending on where you are in your adulting journey, you're either going to shake your head yes or you're going to look kind of nervous when I say this. <laughs> but it's gotten to the point that, you know, I pretty much put money aside just in case something goes wrong, whether it's, uh, you know, I know for me, I've been plagued by car issues, going to knock on wood over here, you know what I'm saying, but plagued by car issues or whether it's uh, something that goes wrong with the business that you get that you got to put together real quick or yeah um, I mean I don't know it's just different things different extra charges you know credit people coming after you I mean you just never know what tomorrow may hold and that's something that no matter how good you get at life okay or no matter how good at whatever you're doing no matter how good you get at it that's never going to change Okay, that like that's never going to change. And um, I know for me, um, okay, I grew up a long time ago. So you know, if you didn't know, a lot of the people that I grew up with are like I wouldn't say twice my age, but at least a quarter my age older than me. You know, so a lot of trials and things that people were seeing in their early twenties, I had already dealt with in my teenage years. Whereas now I'm 29. Shout out to the Leos, just turned 29 on Thursday. What up, though? Um, you know, here I am 29, you know, and a lot of people my age, they, they're living what I went through at 24, you know what I mean? So, um, but one of those things that I, that I grasped early was that, and that's that life is going to happen, period. All right. And in the beginning ages, like when I was like a teenager, I spent a lot of time trying to change uh, what I would call the inevitable, trying to uh, fix things that are already set in stone. You know what I mean? Trying to um, alter the storms that come into life, you know, even after it's already fucking raining and it's already like tornadoes and hurricanes and shit. And I'm sitting there like, no, go away. Getting drenched and getting blown away in a storm and shit like that. Like I spent my early years of um, which was which is most people's late teenage years. They were my early adulthood years. I spent those years trying to. Um, trying to fight that you know trying to fight that uh 
So, um, you know, here I am now really fully understanding that, you know, shit is just going to happen, dude, you know, and the way that I really tapped into that is by learning to be driven by the storm. And a lot of people, I ain't gonna say it, it ain't like a million people, like I ain't the most popular person no more, but um, people around me have always been trying to figure out what the hell keeps me going. Just because, um, you know, I've been busting my ass for 10 years, you would think that I would be living in Hollywood by now. <laughs> you would think that I would be living on Broadway or, or you know what I mean, like putting out Grammy albums and, and, and on the radio in New York City now, you know, and, and, and my, on my sixth book and it's a New York Times bestseller. Oh my God, whoop de whoop. You would think that all that shit would be happening, you know what I mean? But, um, when, and, when, and when people don't see results, nine times out of ten, they just give up. You know what I mean? And that's just the nature of people. So I can't necessarily get upset about that, you know. But for me, the grind is what keeps me going. I hope I never succeed. Like, I hope I never get to a point where I'm like, okay, we're good. Because I think on that same day, I probably will pass away. I think that literally hours later will be it for me. Like, the, the, the grind... The storms, the struggle, that's what keeps me alive personally, all right? And what I do is essentially I take bad energy and recycle that shit and turn it into something good. Literally like the water systems of our busiest cities in the country, all right? And again, I gotta take this pause because this could be your first episode here. I'm talking about myself because I'm using myself as an example, so hopefully you see yourself in myself. All right, so let's move on. Um, I literally take that energy much like the city takes the fucking collection of poop <laughs> and turns it into drinkable water i do that with bad energy i.e um if something bad happens to me throughout the day i i've graduated from the point of oh my god this is not happening i'm pretending that this is not happening i'm in denial with this situation i've graduated from that point and and have moved on to okay this has happened now what are we going to do and that's how I have been driven by the storm because storms are going to come. They're going to come. But it's about taking that energy, taking the energy of the storm and using it to power yourself so that you could be a fucking hurricane yourself. Okay? So that you could be a, you could be a couple tornadoes yourself, you know what I mean? You could start ripping it up yourself, taking those storms, those very dark moments that's, you know, some of your darkest moments and turning them into light, all right? And that's literally the name of the game for me uh personally, you know? Um I know that I enjoy the challenges of every situation and I know that that's also a very personal uh, touch on that like some people don't necessarily uh, like that per se um, they like the safety and everything but for me you know I, I enjoy the challenge I enjoy the possibility of not necessarily succeeding I like that feeling because it makes me jump farther you know what I mean it's like being on a cliff being on the edge of the cliff you got to make it to the other cliff and it's like you're not gonna be able to do that people telling you you're not gonna be able to do it you gotta do it <laughs> you gotta try it you know what i mean um but that's me personally i don't know necessarily what drives you but um when it comes to storms the only thing you can do okay the only thing you can do is take that energy and use it to drive you 
Okay, I, I don't, it's, it may not be like me. It may not be the challenge of, is this going to happen? For you, it may literally just be the drama of the moment in general. Just everything's on high alert. Maybe, you know, uh, the risk factor, not, not necessarily the challenge of whether you're going to be successful, but the risk of whether you're going to survive. Maybe that is what keeps you alive. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what keeps you going. But, you know, that's just the details. The main thing that is common between me, my neighbors on both sides, you, your coworkers, your family members, everybody, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, the main thing that's common between us is that shit is going to happen. Storms are going to come into our life. So it's really just in our best interest to learn how to take that storm and recycle that storm and use that same rain to water our gardens and grow our uh, flowers of success, if you will. Because you can't change the storm. There's nothing we can do to prevent certain things from happening. Absolutely nothing. So it's literally just in our best interest to take each moment and just say, okay, what are we going to do next? Okay. Um, another thing that has helped me in dealing with the storms or another part of the storm that keeps me alive is that I'm going to be completely honest with you. Okay. And <clears throat> I'm not saying you got to agree with me, but I really do think you should consider it. <laughs> okay. When I say this too much sunshine just makes me fucking jittery, man. It just makes me nervous. It, like it's just it's, if it's too good to be true it ain't and i and i think the same thing goes with the weather so let's take the weather for example now let's keep in mind i graduated with a bachelor's degree in media <laughs> media okay and a minor degree in music and i'm studying to get a pr degree so i have no clue about meteorology and shit like that but this is literally just common sense okay if it's sunny right let's say it's sunny all summer Woo! whoop de doo Happy fucking birthday. It's summer. I mean, it's sunny all summer. Sounds good, right? Until you realize that that 24-7 summer sun has created a drought. Now what the fuck you gonna eat? What you gonna eat? Because your crops ain't get watered. You know what I mean? Like it's been sunny all day, which has been great. So you can, you know, if you like me, you like to ride around with your shirt off. Like, you know what I mean? I will say that this is the first summer that I've been kind of enjoying the weather literally for that just for that like just to be able to ride around in a jeep with my shirt off i just feel it's just a good moment of life um but you know we get to ride around with our shirts off you get to wear that beautiful bathing suit show off your splicker cacao kiddie cacao that's your body you know what i mean <laughs> you get to show all that off um in the 24 7 summer sun but what about the crops right what about what about the corn what about uh the fucking like vegetables and shit. What about all of that? What about what about those things? What about the rain that is needed for those moments? You need the storm. You need it. And it's no way around it. And this is the same realization that I had to have. And that's why I said that just too much sun is I it, ugh, that ain't for me. I don't like being dumb comfortable. I prefer to be uncomfortable. All right, me and my ace, like that, we had that in common. Like we really, we literally like to be uncomfortable. I will sleep on the floor. You know what I mean? If it's gonna make me, if it's if it's gonna give me the kick in the ass I need, I'm gonna sleep on the floor. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because sometimes you need that uncomfortable, that uh, that discomfort, and being too comfortable is just, it's just dangerous. Okay, like. 
I literally equate that to the weather. And if I'm too comfortable, like I said, if I'm too comfortable, I know for a fact something is not getting watered. Because if I'm too comfortable, it's just too much sun. And definitely not enough rain and not enough storms, okay? Um, when storms arrive for me, all right? I, I don't know if I'm at that point to talk about uh, different storms in detail, um, but let's just be very generic right now. And then as we continue to develop this relationship in season three and da-da-da, uh, maybe we'll revisit it later if you, know, you listen to this and you want to take it back a little bit. Um, I know for me in storms, uh, I, I give myself... Okay, I give myself a solid, mm, to, be re- to be realistic, I give myself a solid hour, all right, and a solid hour to, um, to process what is happening right now. I, I do believe that in order to recycle energy, in order to recycle um, the storm, if you will, that you have to give yourself a little bit of a moment to process that there is a storm going on and then you have to graduate from processing that to developing some sort of action that you can recycle uh, the storm and turn it into what you needed to turn into. You know what I mean? When things arise for me, I don't necessarily react just like that. And I know that for some women, oh my God, it's so unattractive to, to hear a dude say that. You know what I mean? But it's just me being honest. I'm, I'm more, of, I'm the type of person who, um, you know what I mean, I need to step back before I can step forward because I got to step back to see the whole field and then I'm going to step in and do what I got to do. So when the storms arise, that's what I do personally and I would recommend that for you as well. And this is just all to learn how to um, step into being driven by the storm. Um, so when things happen, usually, like I said, I take like an hour to myself. Um, even sometimes it's not necessarily to myself. I might be with other people, but my mind is having a meeting, <laughs> if you will. Um, and, you know, just take a step back to really process the entire moment. Process what happened, what caused it, all right? How did we get here? It's a question that I, I ask myself, like, almost instantly. Like, how did we get here? Because if I could figure out how we got here, I can figure out how to get the fuck up out of here. So you want to ask yourself that in those storms. You want to ask yourself that when those things happen, how did we get here? How did we get to this point? Okay, that's the first question. Then the second question is, okay, what is needed to, first of all, to survive at this point? Now, I know that sounds very dramatic, and for a, lot of, for a lot of situations, it is dramatic. Like, very rarely, very rarely is this a life and death situation. Let's be honest about this. We are very dramatic people. I think that's part of human nature, even for the people who act like they ain't dramatic. No, no, no. You're human. You're dramatic. You just don't know it yet. But anyways, um, very rarely is it life and death, but it... Okay, maybe not trying to figure out how to survive in this moment. Maybe that wasn't the best way to say it, but, you know... Maybe the best way to say it is, okay, how do we deal with this in this moment right now? Not solve it, not fix the problem, not get out of the storm, but how do we make sure that our shelter, our current shelter in this storm is okay until we're able to get out of the storm? You see, that's that step is probably the most important step. And the reason being is because a lot of times when storms will happen, especially in my earlier years, you know, after after the point of me trying to you know, change the storm. The next phase for me was I spent too much time, like just, just, just being stuck in. Oh my god, I gotta get out of this. I gotta get out of this. I gotta figure this out. Da, 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 da. And 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 I I never really gave myself uh, that room 
to really just stop and say, okay, wait a minute, it's just a storm. You know what I mean? Now that I'm a little bit older and I'm more mature, I'm able to, to take that step, that extra step, if you will, and just say, wait a minute, it's just raining, thundering, and tornadoes and shit. Like, just go hide under something for a second, and then we can figure out how to get through this storm, how to let this storm pass. You know what I mean? So I don't think the solution is the most important step. I think that survival, and I'm going to use that word again because I know it's dramatic, but it gets the point across. I think that survival is the most important step, okay? Because whether you have figured out a plan or not, whether you have figured out an exit strategy or not, you have to know how to survive. Otherwise, you're going to die. Period. Period. All right? Whether you figured out how to get out of town and get away from the tornadoes or get away from the hurricane or whatever the fuck. Like, if it's raining outside, if it's storming outside, if you're looking out your window and you're seeing tornadoes, you have to figure out what to do to survive in that moment. You're not trying to figure out, you know, oh my God, I got to get in the car and get out of town. No, you're going to die like that. You got to figure out how to withstand the storm before you can figure out how to get out of the storm. Okay, so to me, that's the most important step. I know that that's just something that uh, I practice. I put in the pronoun. Keep in mind, I don't, I don't have nobody. You know what I mean? Like, this is just my my law, if you will. My law for my people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you know, so that's the most important step for me. And then, you know, whether the storm passes or maybe it doesn't pass. Maybe it's just raining hard as shit. But I've spent some time processing that it's fucking raining outside. Like cats and dogs, as the old people say. Maybe I should, you know, grab the big umbrella and go out and weather the storm and, you know, take it up the road and get out of the storm, you know? Or maybe I say, okay, maybe I don't really need to leave the storm. Maybe I can, maybe I can stay right here, deal with the storm, and, 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 and then when it passes, it passes, you know? But you won't really know the exit strategy until you know the survival strategy. Okay, once you once we get through that survival step, then we could talk about how to get out of it. And that's pretty much how I process each storm, because like while I'm sitting there seeing that it's raining, I'm taking that energy and telling myself, okay, it's raining outside. This this is what it is. How do I take this storm and turn it into something that I need? How do I take this water and make sure that my crops are getting grown? How, how do I uh, take this horrible weather outside? Okay, how do I take this horrible shit that I'm dealing with in my life? Let's bring it full circle. I think I'm getting close to the to the time here. How, how do I take what I'm dealing with in my life and turn it into something uh, positive? Okay, and I really do honestly think that slowing things down a little bit when things happen has helped me out a lot. Um, being hopeful, being faithful, having faith in the Lord, that's a personal thing, um, has helped me out a lot. But knowing and just know, knowing and understanding that storms are going to happen no matter what has helped me to prepare myself to deal with storms when they come all right there's no reason to throw your hands up and get thrown in a tizzy when things happen to you okay as a matter of fact i can guarantee you my entire year's uh salary that you're hurting yourself by getting yourself in a tizzy when things happen in life. Don't get upset. 
I know that sounds wild. Don't get upset. Granted, there are there are a lot of things that have pushed me to the edge. Death is one of those things that have pushed me to the edge where sometimes I, I've broken down. You know what I mean? Damn, that time be flying, boy. Uh, sometimes I've broken down, you know, it's watching people uh, dealing with sicknesses, people that's close to me. Like the, the, Those are always the toughest storms to me because I'm such a loving person. You know, and I'm such an empathetic person that I, I, I feel all of that, you know. Um, but, you know, these storms, man, they're going to happen. And my therapist had to remind me of that um, this past Friday. You know, like death is something that just bothers me because it's, I, I can't do nothing about it. There's jack shit we can do about that, you know. And, and, and she had to remind me of that, like, you can't do anything about it. So why stress out about it? It's, it's a storm. It's a storm. It's a storm that you look out of your window at, you know what I mean, for most of your life. But at some point it is going to come, you know, to your house too. That's just how it is. It's literally just how it is. You know? When I lost my job, it's like, you know, it's, it's a storm. It fucking happened. I mean, it just... <laughs> it just is what it is you know it's just kind of how it is but you know from the minute that they fired me i would say probably five minutes later that was the quickest shit i ever got over five minutes later i was like mm, okay i guess i gotta figure this shit out and that's literally the ideology you know what i mean now a couple months down the road there were some tough times but at every every corner now i can look back and just say wow like I'm really thankful that I turned that storm into uh, something good for me. I was able to water my crops with that storm. All right. And I'm here to tell you that uh, storms are going to continue to rise in your life. Okay. And it's going to keep raining. You're going to have some sunshine. You're going to have some cold ass weather. And you're going to have some storms. You're going to have some hurricanes. You're going to have some shit that's going to be hard to get around in. It's going to be very numbing to be outside. It's going to hurt. That's how hard it's going to hailstorm on you. It's going to be difficult. There are going to be some great days, too, where the sun is beautiful and just high in the sky. And, you know, you're on a beach with your titties out looking all good. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, there are going to be some days where you're going to be under fucking water. But are you going to sink? Because it's like, oh, my God, it's fucking storming outside. Uh. And you're going to be so distracted that you're not even going to try to swim. Or are you going to take the storm and turn it into a fucking, <laughs> fucking surf session? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or are you going to take the storm and turn it into a beautiful field of your favorite color roses? That right there, that's art. I, I, I think I'm going to call that the art of life. Good luck. And of course, the big news. It's big. Really big. Big. That's the big 10-4. All right, the big three is presented by Jaded Waist Bees, necklaces, all types of jewelry, decorations, and accessories for you and your loved one and your loved ones, I should say, and you again. Why not? Treat yourself twice. It's so nice. You can do what you want to do. It's all good. Jadedco.com is where you want to go. Uh, I think they're still doing the sale. I know, they, I know they've been doing a sale over the weekend. I think they're still doing it today. Uh, so if you want to log on and check it out, tell them that I sent you. Go ahead and get you something that can just 
is, you know, make your outfit pop or whatever. You know you need it. Number one. That's the big 10 four. Right here, baby. Number one. Number one would have to be. Number one. Number one. All right. Hottest story right now has been, uh, it's been trending for over the weekend. And even closing out last week, Jay-Z uh, announced a partnership between Rock Nation and the NFL. And also, uh, it was announced over the weekend that Jay is planning on becoming a co-owner of an unspecified NFL team. Um in the near future, all right? Now, I got some callers on the line about this, but before I get into that, I don't have an issue with that, okay? It, um, forget it. Let's just go to the phones, and then, then we'll talk about it. I'd like you to try to answer one question. Will you answer my question? There's two sides to it. People are upset they feel like the, that he sold out Colin Kaepernick, but on the other side of it, people see Jay is trying to find a solution to a uh, very well-known problem, and he sees this as the next step to what Colin Kaepernick started. Let's go to the phones. What's up? So I'm not going to curse, so you don't have to put your hand on the button. Yeah, all right. Thank you. I, I appreciate that it. that is none of our business. <laughs> it's absolutely none of our business whatsoever, and it, it could be a whole big picture to the whole thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, give that man a chance to get in there and do whatever he's going to do. Like, this could be really great for a lot of people, and I think people are just jumping to the negativity, and that's crazy. Yeah, thank you for your call, bro. I appreciate that, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm just I'm just a solution-minded person. You know, I, I, I can only dwell on problems so long and like at some point i'm ready to shift the conversation to what the hell are we going to do about it you know and i can't help but think about uh, uh, uh all those brothers like i have a bunch of friends who play in the nfl you know what i mean and, and i think about those guys and i'm like you know yeah they're on the other side of this though they're on the other side of this they got to feed their families as well so you know i i, I see jay is kind of bridging the gap it makes a lot of sense for me man let's get another call in here yes i just want to make a comment about the nfl um the jay-z situation yeah let's go yeah posted about it on Facebook mm-hmm. and um, I agree with what he's saying and I'm pretty much tired of what I see that I feel like our black people do is we just get bad without looking at the whole situation or researching it yep. you know everything takes time hopefully he will give Kaepernick a job but I mean you know we are coming up over years of injustice and nothing is going to just change overnight and we all need to chill out and give people time to do what they're doing and stop immediately being a critic. Yeah. Do, do you agree with him saying that it's bigger than Kaepernick's job? It, it is. They, they, they've been having things going on in the NFL that, um, you know, they weren't able to invest their money in black communities according to some of their contracts. People don't really understand what has been going on in the NFL for years. Right. It didn't happen overnight and it's not going to change overnight. Yep. Give it time and stop tripping. Yep. There you go. I, I, hey, I, I give kudos to Jay, yo. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can yeah. do for real. He's a billionaire. He's dealing with money that we don't understand. We we got to, you know, we want everything to happen right now. But it's not going to happen right now. You got to give it time. That's it. Yeah, 100%. Y'all, thank you so much for your call. All right, peace out. Now. All right, God bless you. All right. You on with Brian's world. What up? I'm Lincoln, my brother. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? All right, all right. Let's say this about Jay-Z. Okay. We can, we can compare Jay-Z's situation, and we will say a spade a spade. He's a sellout. Mm. The same situation with Kaepernick and his job, the same thing happened with Ray Rice when the Ravens did it to him. Mm. See, this has got to stop. The masses of the people, our people have got to come together. Now, I'm not broke. I'm not nowhere near as Jay-Z is. I got a couple trucks. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we have to learn to say enough is enough as a people. Until we come together, as Malcolm said, as a people, we're never going to get nowhere. Jay-Z playing the money game. For Rocker Nation, for him and his kids, okay, that's good. But at a certain point in time, you have to say enough is enough. We have to come together and we have to get things done. Okay, Jay said he wanted to get things done. Yeah. So now we'll wait. 
We'll give them a couple months and we can revisit this conversation or next year and see what we get done. We got to start doing for self. So w- would you rather Jay just kind of stay out of it or you want to see what he can do? Well, I'm not mad about Jay trying to get his money, but there's a proper way to do everything. You know, Jay, is, we're going to see what he's going to do now. With me, he has to put his money where his mouth is. Okay. But let me tell you what bothers me with our people. Mm-hmm. We don't want to give our people a second chance. First, second, third chance like we play in baseball. With us, it's one strike and you out. Yep. That's and it. That's what we got to change, my brother. I agree with that, man. Thank you so much for your call. All right. You have a nice day, my brother. All right. You too. Take care. All right. Last caller. Brian's World. What up? Good afternoon. I'm calling about the Jay-Z thing. Yeah. What you think? I mean, I think it's more of a thing that's going on other than Jay-Z. Like, what about Trump? What about ISIS? What about the fence that's not the dead families? Like, it's other things that's going on in the world mm. in that situation, I feel like. More important things, I would say. So you feel like it's something that, like, we shouldn't even be concerned about for real? Basically. Hey, you could be right, yo. Thank you so much for your call. No problem. Number two. That's the Big Ten Four. Number two. All right, second story. Uh, second story in the Big Three. Uh, the biggest story that happened over the weekend. One of the biggest stories that happened over the weekend. There we go. Um, Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. We have the same birthday. All right. If, in case you didn't know, August fifteenth. Sure, I share a birthday with uh, one of my idols, somebody who I look up to. Uh, Mr. Nipsey Hussle and uh, Lauren London, his wife, put out a beautiful, beautifully written letter and tribute. It was a tribute video um, to him as well. I and and I did a couple of um, I did three of my favorite character traits, like three traits that kind of um, three traits of Nipsey that kind of shaped my life. I put those on the video, um, and I haven't released it yet though. But um, you know, and the reason I brought that up is because. Seeing Lauren's uh, perception of Nipsey just solidified so many and solidifies so many things for me. You know, uh, Nipsey seems to be a decent guy. Okay, like I mean, it's, you know, usually you have people trying to tear you down uh, or tear you know the person down posthumously. You know, um, you know all these stories come out and blah blah blah. But Nipsey seems to be my type of fucking guy. And I already knew that before he passed away. But just to see his light continue to shine, literally like the sun is through my front door, man, this is it's just it's beautiful. You know what I mean? It's it's really dope um to see that. And I, I don't know, I just I just I'm thankful that Lauren is able to share uh those um intimate moments with us or uh, intimate moments with him with us you know and and able to really uh communicate how good of a person he was to her and their family that's the type of shit i'm trying to do like that's the type of wave i'm on you know what i'm saying and and you know i don't know nipsey was just a great example of that you know what i mean and uh wish that he was alive so we all could wish him a happy 30 34th birthday but you know i i know he's been partying with us all weekend well not me like, i ain't really i ain't really do too much shit i just <laughs> you know what i mean i was just kicking it for real but uh you know i i know that he was partying over the weekend for his b-day man and um you know but yeah from the bottom of my heart thank you to um to nipsey you know what i mean but also thank you to his family and to lauren for uh sharing us and continue to share or sharing him with us and continuing to share him with us um we're watching we're learning and uh we love you nip number three that's the big 10 four number three three. all right last story in the big three it didn't necessarily happen over the weekend actually just happened a couple of hours ago the uh police officer 
uh, who, I'm going to say it for what it is, he killed Eric Gardner, all right, straight up, about five years ago uh, in North, I mean, not North Carolina, in New York, uh, that officer Daniel Pantaleo has finally been fired by the New York Police Department after uh, being found not guilty of murder, which is wild to me. The judge, uh, you know, didn't see enough evidence to say that uh, Pantaleo um, had any criminal intent in what he did, but uh, the judge, I forgot the judge's name, I think it's like Manalado, Manaladeo or something like that, Um, but uh, the judge put out a 46-page opinion, a 46 pages, like that's a dissertation that you got to put out to graduate, and the judge wrote that, she wrote that to the NYPD saying, look man, this dude ain't, you know, I couldn't find him guilty, or not, the judge couldn't find him guilty, but the, um, the jury couldn't find him guilty, but he definitely should not be a police officer because what he did was wrong. All right. And, and, you know, it's not necessarily putting the cop in jail, although I think that this case is not over. It's not necessarily putting the cop in jail, but I do think it is a step in the right direction. You know, at least, I mean, at least he's not on the force no more. All right. That is something good is that he's not able to do the shit that he did to Eric Garner. He can't do it to anybody else because for the last five years, he's really kind of been able to do that because he's still been a cop, you know, and it looks kind of bad on NYPD that they still had uh, still had him on the force wearing the same badge as them. Right, like that's. I mean, that means a lot of shit to me. Like I see, I like I hate when I see people wearing my fraternity shit and they ain't really the best people. You know what I mean? Like I'm just gonna put that out there. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, it just kind of looks bad. You know, on the NYPD that it took five years to get to this point. Like fire his ass. You should have fired him when it happened. You know, but here we are today, August the uh, August the nineteenth. And uh, finally, uh, Daniel Pantaleo has been let go. I do know the article is on Citizen6.com. You can log on. Uh, should be actually, actually, I think it's the uh, the most recent article. So when you log on, you're gonna see uh, you're gonna see that guy on the front, and you can just read all about it. All right. Uh, that does it for this episode, y'all. Thank you so much for uh, for rocking with me. Thank you for all the calls and everything too. Uh, if you have any questions, or anything, hit me up at cxvi at briancxvi.com. Also Instagram and Twitter, b r i a n c x v i. I hit you right back. Uh, big week coming up. A lot of things we're working on for this week. Like I told you uh, when the episode first started, very busy week, very busy time trying to get things going uh, and get things ready for quarter three and quarter four. But I ain't forget about you and I ain't going to forget about you. Just do me a favor, y'all. Tell somebody about the podcast. Like, you know, I can see you listening every week again. You know what I mean? I know we went up and then took some time off and we went down. And then we went back up for season two and took some time off and went down. And then now we have season three and we're trying to inch things back up. And I can kind of see the reoccurring, you know what I mean? But do me a favor. When you're in the car with your friends, play the podcast. All right. When when somebody asks you about a podcast that they think would be cool, something that uh, it, is inspirational and entertaining as well, at least I think it is. If you agree with that, let your friends know. Let somebody know, you know what I mean? And let's grow this family um, a little bit. Uh, and also, if you want to pre-order that book, Deja's Wild. Tower. Matter of fact, I'm going to do something special, yo. If you're part of the podcast crew and you hear this on the podcast, I will give you the book for half off. All right. Right now it's 25% off if you pre-order. I'll let you pre-order for half off. All right. All you got to do is use the code podcast 50. All right. Podcast 50. That's the discount code podcast 50. Use that code. You get half off on the book. I'm going to do it until the book comes out. Okay, all the way until September the 16th. All right, Podcast 50, that's the code. Go to BrianCXVI.com. 
uh, pre-order Deja's Watchtower for half off right now. If you need to text me, you can do that. The Guardians World Podcast is presented by the citizens. For any questions or comments on today's episode, email cxvi at briancxvi.com. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We wish you a great and empowering week.